0: Margie Alanese and this is Farm Her Talks, thoughtful conversations to connect and inspire the Farm Her in all of us. As you've heard me say before, everybody eats and all food starts at the farm. Agriculture is a culture, and any culture thrives with diversity we are no different. There are so many different types of people with different backgrounds that make up our agriculture and food value chain. And so that is why we have these Everybody Eats discussions. So this episode is sponsored by Nationwide. And today we're discussing farm transition planning and why it is so important for farm families to start the conversation centered around this topic for their farm, ranch, or anywhere along the ag supply chain business. So I know we all can think of those stories. I know we can all think of those uh, people that we know or uh, maybe even situations in our own families where something didn't go great, right, when um, family dynamics change. And so, unfortunately... The stats show that very few farms have a formal transition plan today. And instead, they rely on like handshake agreements or simple wills to transition their land, their assets and their business. Because farms are business. Ranches are businesses. No different than any other business. And we all need some version of a plan, right? And so so often when farms that have been in families for generations when they don't have a plan that's when they run into trouble or when they have too loose of a plan when it is those handshakes or when it is just those simple will type of documents and so that's where the trouble really starts and that is why nationwide started land is your legacy which offers local support to protect farms families and financial futures. So I'm going to be talking to Lauren Glovac, the Relationship Manager with Land Is Your Legacy, and understand how this program is transforming the way that we can look at farm succession planning. So let's dive right in. Thank you for joining me on Farm Her Talks, Lauren. I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Okay, so let's start it off where I always like to start it off. A little bit of background about you, where you're from. Did you grow up in agriculture? Are you involved in agriculture today? Let me know.
1: (laughs) I currently work for Nationwide and the relationship manager of a program called Landager Legacy. So I am very heavily tied in agriculture right now. I also have family that run an apple orchard in northern Ohio. So the traditional, what you would think of in the fall, apple picking, um, pumpkin picking, hay rides, all that kind of fun stuff. And then um, the farm has actually evolved, I'd say, quite a bit over the last maybe 10 years or so. Um, we call it... Ag is mm-hmm. kind of the direction has gone. So I think this year there'll be 26 weddings on the farm. Um, they're doing a lot of like live music and concerts and things like that now. So it's pretty cool to see, you know, how that has evolved. And, um, you know, I do still have very close ties to that personally. Yeah. That has actually led me to where I am. So, um, and that's how I got involved with Land is Your Legacy program, which I'm a big part of today.
0: Absolutely. You know, agritainment is such a large part of the agriculture industry now. I think we did a whole season of Farm Her on our TV show where I, I think that like, that's all I did. It was like our agriotainment season, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty great evolution if you think about it so that you know people can experience farms who are not used to experiencing farms um, and you know as a, a diversity of income right for for those farms as they move into the future too so um, that that's Absolutely. cool to hear. When you grew up was it just an apple orchard when you were young? So actually
1: um, my sister married the farm ah. so it is yeah, it is in-laws. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, one of the big things that they do too, which I think is super cool. So it's been an apple orchard. They are fifth generation currently running it. My sister and her family will be the sixth generation running it. Um, assuming that, you know, that's the route that the farm goes. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of like apple crossbreeding too, which I think is, I find like fascinating. So in addition to like the agritourism piece of it, um, everyone's sort of like honeycrisp apples.
0: Absolutely. They're delicious.
1: That was essentially two apples kind of being tied together. And so they do a lot of that on the farm.
0: Nice. The honey crisps are uh, like a daily part of our life here. And I have that discussion with my kids a lot of the time of what all goes into these apples getting to our house, especially when we're lucky enough to get them, you know, most of the year round, too. So, pretty cool stuff. Okay. So, Lauren, you mentioned that. Um, Your uh, experience right now at Nationwide is somewhat tied to your relationship to agriculture. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about your experience with Nationwide overall as a professional farmher? Because I always like to point out, farmher, we keep our arms wide open, right? And so it's not just the people driving the tractors or driving the combines. It's not just the people doing the bookwork. It's not just the people keeping all the parts and pieces moving. It's all of us on the professional side as well who play a really important part um in in all of those farmers and ranchers' success, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yep. I, I will actually share a little bit about nationwide's history. Um, and I share that because even myself, like I didn't have any idea till I worked for Nationwide how closely nationwide is tied to agriculture. Um, nationwide was founded through the Ohio Farm Bureau back in 1926, so founded by farmers because they essentially didn't want to pay the same rates as people that lived in the city for automobile insurance. Um, Fast forward to today, Nationwide is the number one farm insurer in the country, and um, the majority of the board of directors are active farmers, and that's because just kind of going back to Nationwide's roots, they just really feel like farmers are some of the best risk management Um, folks out there. And so that's why they're, you know, really important to making the decisions that affect um, a, a huge company like this today.
0: Yeah, well, we have worked closely with Nationwide. I actually did know that story. I know a lot of people don't know that story because it's uh, it's a part of history, right? But um, right. it's it's always been our pleasure to get to work with a company that is uh, near and dear to, to our hearts personally and uh, professionally as well. So we've been talking a lot lately here on Her Talks about um, how farms transition to the future, what that looks like, what are some of the stories behind it. Um, It's it's one of the most consistent topics that I see spoken about when I go to events in agriculture, right? There is almost always a transition planning um, piece um, at at any given conference, at any online virtual event, whatever it is. It's such a hot topic and it is always going to be a hot topic because as long as there are farms and there's family farms there's a need to transition those um, or a desire I should say to transition those right and so you mentioned that you're part of the land as your legacy team so can you tell me a little bit about that and how it got started
1: absolutely so the land as your legacy program is about 10 years old now and the backstory on our program is that one of our board of directors who is a farmer, um, 10 years ago, had a family member who was, you know, instrumental to that farm operation pass away. And he kind of came back and said, geez, I'm on the board of a risk management company founded by farmers. What are we doing? What can we do so that if someone else is in the same situation as me, you know, they're able to recover from this. And so, Ten years later, um, we're a team of about eight people that are completely dedicated to this program. Uh, what the Land is Your Legacy program actually is, is it's a comprehensive program. Uh, I would say we go from A to Z and overturn, you know, every stone that we come across to essentially put a plan in place for a family um, based on their, their wants, their needs, their wishes, their desires, family dynamics, all of those kind of things. So just a really comprehensive plan so that ultimately you and your family and your farm and your business and your ranch, you know, end up where you want and you get a say in that.
0: Right. And I think, you know, anybody who has experienced um, life in a farm family or a ranching family or anything generational, um, I think we all can relate to the fact that these are not always the easiest conversations in fact they're they're the really tough conversations and that's probably why they go by the wayside right because people don't know what to do. And I'm always a big, big advocate of if you don't know what to do about something, if you are not the expert, find the people who are, (laughs) find the people who are and whether that's in accounting, whether that's in transition planning, whether that's in, you name it, right? Find the people who Mm -hmm. are. And so, um, I'm interested to know, um, if, if I came to you, Lauren, and I was needing some help or, or wanted to try to start understanding what I should even do, what what would I expect, right? What's the time commitment? And what are the parts and pieces that I need to bring to the table and that Nationwide can deliver?
1: So, like i mentioned, this is a, a comprehensive program. And so with that, um, we basically need to know everything that we possibly can about a family about your operation about the business so um I'll kind of address maybe time commitment first I would say if we work with a family that's you know real motivated real organized you know you know where that shoebox in your closet is yeah. with the last couple years tax returns um just anything that's important to the business think of any like business documents those kind of things um we can potentially do a plan, I would say, as quickly as maybe two months. I would say more likely than not, it's going to take longer than that. And that's just because um, also, as everyone knows, you know, working with farmers and ranchers and in this industry, you know, we might lose somebody who ends up out in the fields for a couple of months or, you know, maybe um, a family is having a difficult time having the initial conversations to even get this process started. I mean, I would say from my perspective, that's probably, you know, you literally just alluded to that, probably the biggest hurdle in getting this started. It's, you know, communication, it's having those difficult conversations up front to get to a point where you feel comfortable sitting down and, and starting this process.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely it. But but it's worth noting that that this program is for when you've had that communication and when you're ready to seek that help, right?
1: Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. And um, we are here to kind of help through a lot of those difficult situations too. So one thing that this program does, and I do a lot of trainings on this, so I'll try to hit it kind of quick. But we basically cut our program down into five we call them five elements mm-hmm. because you know when you put a plan together like this, it is really important to make sure that we don't miss anything. Because if we miss something, then the plan we put together may not make sense. Right. So we break it down into five steps, and the first step is succession planning, which we're going to talk about is having that initial family discussion. So it's basically hashing it all out. You know, getting every person that's important to the the operation and the business and has a stake in it, you know, in the same room, whether or not they agree, you know, that's probably not likely. But we've got to have those difficult conversations.
0: Right.
1: Kind of. Once we get through that, we want to talk about business planning. So this is profitability. Mm-hmm. So if you've got two kids that come back to the farm, can the farm? support to families. You know, we want to work through that with you and, and kind of make sure that we set you up for success and, um, the decisions that you're making make sense for the operation long-term. We talk about risk management. So risk management, you know, I mentioned nationwide is the number one farm insurer, but risk management isn't just insurance. So it's, it's other things too. Like, for example, there's a lot of accidents in farming. So, you know, what if, 45 years old, somebody ends up in a, a a long-term care facility. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to address, you know, disabilities, um, health insurance, life insurance, just all of those things that, um, you know, potentially could put the operation at risk.
0: Absolutely. The,
1: The fourth kind of step there or next step, if you will, is we call it financial independence. And this is retirement which most farmers don't want to retire. Right. Right. <laughs> so maybe it's not just formal retire, just kind of stepping away from that operation a little bit that we want to help, uh, that family put a plan in place to be able to do that. And then at the same time, also, you know, you really need to spend time mentoring whoever that next generation will be to take the operation over. So I hear anecdotal things all the time, like, um, handshake agreements on the, you know, on the back of pickup trucks. And, you know, we've got agreements with the seed dealer that lives two houses over things like that. You know, you just really need to make sure that you're setting up whoever's going to take the operation over with all of those things so that in the event that you don't walk in the door tomorrow and they're the ones that walk in the door, there's just no interruptions in that business.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like these are all, you know, really, really important parts and pieces to getting a, a stable plan in place. And um, I have to think that once you have something in paper is something written down something that everybody can look at with a plan that it that it helps all of the generations feel more comfort in how they're moving forward, right?
1: I would say absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I, I feel like once you once you've kind of taken the time to have all of those discussions, to work through all of those steps, you know, you've done some estate planning um, everybody knows what's going to happen now. Right. So probably the thing that I hear most commonly, which makes me feel really good about what we're doing with this program. And, you know, just personally, um, if anyone's got a family with kids, you know, we, we all need to make sure that we're, you know, taking care of our families. Right. Right. We want to feel good. Um, I I mean, I hear all the time that I can sleep at night now. I am, you know, I know what's going to happen when my husband and I pass away and I know that my kids are going to get along and they're still going to get together for Thanksgiving. And, um, I, I will just say statistically, I know from working, you know, in this field and with this program that, um, roughly 30% of people have a transition plan from the things that I have seen come across our desk. I would say that number is probably lower. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um,
0: it depends on what your definition of a transition plan is, is what you're saying.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you have a will, for example, that is 20 years old, likely, um, you know, it's time to get that updated and probably have some discussions because things have probably changed in 20 years. So, um, absolutely. Yes. And, um, you know, something that I always like to kind of share too, not to scare people, but ultimately if, if you don't have a plan, the state that you live in is going to determine kind of what happens to your farm and your family and that business. And it's, going to be someone that's never stepped foot on that operation or, you know, met your kids or your grandkids. So would you, you know, do you want to have that say, or do you want somebody that knows nothing about you and your family ultimately making those decisions?
0: Right. I think that's a pretty easy answer for probably anybody listening, right? I mean, um, it, it absolutely is. And and. Um, you know, when I think about programs like this and and why you wouldn't do it, obviously there's a communication barrier, right? And making sure everyone's on the same page. But, you know, I think it can be a little scary of like, okay, how much am I gonna have to spend to do this plan? Or like how much time, which we already talked about the time in your program, Land Is Your Legacy. Lauren, can you tell me a little bit about what people could expect with cost? Yeah, absolutely. There
1: is no cost. To go through the program. I hope that it always stays that way. Um, Nationwide covers all of those costs. So it is a, um, you know, a a free program for anybody to go through. Um, You don't have to even be a Nationwide customer. Oh, I was going
0: to ask that. I was going to say, do you have to be like Nationwide is on your side all the way, but you're saying anybody (laughs) can do it.
1: Absolutely correct, yes. So, we we actually have several partnerships. So, we work with like a lot of farm credit organizations. Uh, We work with several other farm bureau organizations, several co-ops. And so, um, a lot of what we do right now is offer the program through those partners, but absolutely anyone can come to us directly. And so, I would actually say the best way to connect with us is We have a fantastic website out there. Um, It's nationwide.com backslash your land. And one of the links is to get connected to us. So if you go out there and you're looking for more information on this program, it is out there. But also you can get directly in contact with us. And the way our program works is it's not going to be me that you work with or somebody on our team we have got advisors in majority of the states across the country, and so they're somebody that lives out hopefully in the state that you're in and so they'll know a little bit more, I would say about the local farming industry um, and then they can help put you through this program. so they're what we call kind of the quarterbacks so They're going to help put you through this program and then ultimately they'll help to coordinate with the other people that are important when you put a plan together. So we don't want to forget about the attorneys or the CPAs right? um, because to have a comprehensive plan, you know, we need to make sure all of those business structures and all of your documents and everything marry up. And so it is going to be um, several folks involved in that process.
0: Yep. For sure. You got to have those people that are on your side when you're running a business and, and you're thinking about these things. You absolutely do because none of us are attorneys and CPAs and specialists in all of these different things. Right. So, um, absolutely. Yep. yeah. So it it's one of those things that I would tell anybody if you're hesitant, why not reach out? Right. Like this is one of those areas that it's not easy to bring up. It's never going to be easy to bring up. But if you're hesitant. You know, you might as well uh, open the door just a crack at least and and try to understand what it could mean for you, your family, for your farm. Um, so, Lauren, when when you see people coming to you, um, if, if people are listening right now and they're going, you know what, I'm not at that age yet or that's not for me. Maybe I'm not really in that situation. Do you see um certain times of life maybe that people start coming to you and thinking about this uh, or are there certain family changes maybe that they've gone through? Any of those trigger points that are real common?
1: So, Actually, that's a great question. What I would say is really the answer is no, because the best time to start is right now, no matter your age, no matter where you're at in the process. Um, You know, if you're a, a young and beginning farmer, I mean, you still probably have young children and um, maybe a senior generation to consider. So I would say it's, the time is now for everybody. You know, we do know statistically that majority of farmland will transition in the next 20 years. And that's just based on like census data from the average age of farmers and things like that. So I would say if you have not started, you know, start as soon as you can, um, you just never know unfortunately when something will happen, and if you know once that's in place then you can really be sure that what you want to happen will be what will happen
0: absolutely um and and I couldn't agree more you know if you're questioning if you're at the right spot then who who knows you you never know until you reach out so um and and you got to you got to put your foot out there to get started. No different than anything, right? Whether you're starting a business or transitioning um, a business, for sure. So, um, Lauren, I know that you guys help many, many people, right? And many families, many farms all around the country on a regular basis. Um, what's kind of your why in doing this? Is there is there any of those stories that really stick out to you of like? This is why I show up every single day and, and throw myself into this.
1: You know, I am fortunate enough to be in a job where I truly am helping people every day. And so that's, you know, a pretty amazing feeling. Um, I'll, I'll kind of share like a couple of stories of other folks on the team. So, um, you know, one of my colleagues, you know, she feels very strongly about this topic and um, she married a farmer farmed full-time for 12 years with her husband. And uh, ultimately they sold out and got out because, you know, we'll say that senior generation, if you will, had an I love you will. I love all nine of my children equally and uh, only one of them is actually farming. Mm -hmm. And so I share that story because, you know, they were fortunate enough, they were smart enough to kind of see the writing on the wall but we work with so many um families where fast forward twenty years, you know, you've been working on that family farm for thirty years now. And um, you know, we call it an I love you will because you love all of your children equally. And, you know, maybe you set it up so that, that farm goes to three kids, but only one of them's actively farming. Um You know, that puts that farming child in a really tough position, right? So hopefully they have a good relationship with their siblings, but what if they don't? What if, you know, we haven't set this up properly and uh, one of those siblings passes away. And so now you all of a sudden find yourself in business with, uh, you know, your, your spouse's or excuse me, your sibling's spouse who you might not get along with. So, um, I have heard, you know, quite a few, I'll say scary, sad stories over the years. And, um, I don't want to take this negatively or anything like that, but, you know, just hearing all of those examples, people often say, gosh, I sure wish I would have, you know, done something sooner because unfortunately once something happens, it's too late. You know, if, um, I'll say an elderly parent ends up in a nursing home you know, there's not much we can do at that point. So that's why, you know, we just talked about it. The important thing to do is to start as soon as possible, start having those discussions, you know, start working this out and making sure that everything's set up properly. Um, another story that always kind of sticks out in my head, I heard this when I first joined the team several years ago. Uh, we worked with a family who just happened to have like a, I'll say a, a freak natural disaster. They're Farm field was struck by lightning.
0: Oh my, yeah. The
1: fire. Yep. (laughs) And of course, when you know it, they happen to live next to a highway. Well, with the field on fire, the smoke blew across the highway, caused a major car accident. And guess what? You're liable for that car accident. You know, nobody was seriously hurt, but if somebody were seriously hurt, you know, potentially they could turn around and sue you. And so I share that story because it's not even about having insurance. Did you properly set up your business entities? So say they do turn around and sue you, have you separated your personal assets like your home and um, that from your business so that in the event that that business is liable and they're, you know, going to be out a a big sum of money, you know, your house isn't going to get taken away as well. So that's a, like, you know, an outlier. Right. Right. So that's most likely not going to happen to us. But I hear these stories every single day. So I feel like they happen. There's a lot of accidents in farming. You know, are you protecting yourself and preparing your family in the event that something happens?
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm sure everybody listening, because if you're listening, you probably have at least one foot on the farm or, or some involvement or connection, right? everybody listening can think of more than one story where something has happened and the plan wasn't there. And then you're right. It is too late. It, it is too late once something happens. And Honestly, uh, my husband and my family, right? Like there was some planning, but it maybe didn't go the way that we both would have wanted it to go. And I'm not sure that, you know, we were at points in our life where we could have even known that, right. Which is another different layer that you add into that, but, but it, it is a, a difficult and it's not a black and white thing. And again, I can't stress enough that, um, uh, this is the way I run my business. I need people who are experts, right? I need people who, who know the business, people who know what they're doing and can help guide me in, in the right way based on how I want my life to work. And farming is no different. Uh, farm families Absolutely. are no different. So it's such an important topic. Um, so I know you mentioned this before, Lauren. How can our listeners learn more about Land Is Your Legacy or get get connected to um, the program?
1: So I would say the best thing you can do is actually go out and visit our website, which is nationwide.com backslash your land. Um, there's tons of resources out there. So use them. You know, they are, are for you to do that. And um, you can also connect with us through that website. So you can... I think send us an email and then also connect with a local advisor as well to if you you know, have questions about the program or want to start the process.
0: Well, I am so glad, Lauren, that you found your way to Land is Your Legacy uh, with your connection to agriculture as well. And so I know that I uh, make my way all over the country at times. And um, next time I find myself up in northern Ohio, can you tell me where I need to go to get those Honeycrisp apples? Absolutely. Um,
1: It is hillcrestfunfarm.com. Uh, they will be very happy that you just asked me that. So thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, like I said, uh, um, honey crisps are a favorite in our household. any kind of apple really is a go-to in our household, but it's always a really good thing to find those ways to connect to the farm. whether you're somebody who has a regular connection or not. I think it's interesting to see what other people are doing to learn about how your food is grown and so those opportunities are are definitely an important thing as well.
1: If I went back and listened to you know a couple of your recent podcasts and I listened to the one with you and Aaron talking about uh, transition planning, something that she said really kind of stuck with me and resonated. And she said, you know, you have to have those tough conversations, but then you get to put them away. So it's, it's emotional. It's hard, but it's a whole lot harder on people. If you don't have those conversations, you know, then when you're gone, they're trying to
0: figure it out.
1: And I, that really resonated. And I feel like that's just, you know, what we do with this program every day.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's absolutely not a black and white issue. And it's it's so important to have somebody on your side as you're navigating through this because um, you're not alone right you, you have many peers out there around the country who have gone through these same things and, and that's why there are people who, who know how to create a plan to navigate through it so thank you Lauren for your time and education on the land as your legacy program it was an absolute pleasure to have you on Farmer Talks
1: thank you so much for having me
0: Nationwide nor its representatives give legal or tax advice, please consult your attorney or tax advisor for answers to specific questions. This material is not a recommendation to buy, sell, hold, or roll over any asset, adopt a financial strategy, or use a particular account type. It does not take into account the specific investment objectives, tax and financial condition, or particular needs of any specific person. Clients should discuss their specific situation with their financial professional. Products are issued by Nationwide Life Insurance Company or Nationwide Life and Annuity Insurance Company, Columbus, Ohio. The general distributor for variable products is Nationwide Investment Services Corporation, a member of the FINRA, Columbus, Ohio. The Nationwide Retirement Institute is a division of NISC. Nationwide and Land Is Your Legacy are service marks of Nationwide Mutual Insurance Company.